Welcome to Closer to Christ, the sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. You can learn more about our ministries at stpaulmuskego.org. And now for this week's message. Happy Pentecost! I am sure that was the first thing you said when you got up this morning, right? Just like, Merry Christmas, or Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, right? Happy Pentecost, first thing you said? I'm saying, no, no. You know, this is the third major major festival of the church year, but it kind of gets... You know, it's second rate. I mean, Christmas. Now, all of society celebrates Christmas. God the Father giving us the gift of his son. We give gifts to celebrate that, and we all think, Merry Christmas. Or Easter. The Easter egg reminds us that that the egg looks like a a tomb, and, and there couldn't possibly be life in the tomb, but when the egg hatches, life comes forth from the tomb. The Savior came forth from the grave. We celebrate on Easter Sunday the mighty work of God the Son. But God the Holy Spirit, I mean, God the Holy Spirit is symbolized most of the time just by a a flame. You know, you can touch gifts, you can touch Easter egg hunt, uh, Easter eggs, but you know the flames. The, the, there, there's nothing tangible there, right? I mean, it's it's just gone, right? It, it, you can't you can't feel it, and, and 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 maybe that's why you know uh, Pentecost is, is just kind of a a second-rate church holiday. But you know that that's not the way that Jesus thought about Pentecost. It wasn't an afterthought, like it kind of is, I think, in our lives. For Jesus, Pentecost was the one thing that he was trying to tell his disciples, I can't wait for Pentecost for you. I can't wait for you to be able to say to each other, happy Pentecost. I say that because On the night of his betrayal, Jesus is gathered with his disciples in the upper room. And the Apostle John records a long conversation that Jesus had that night. It's a quarter of his entire gospel. Five chapters of his 21-chapter gospel is that one night. And in that conversation... He's helping the disciples get ready for the day that that he isn't going to be visibly present with them anymore. And he is saying, I can't wait for you to be able to celebrate Pentecost. Over and over again, he brings up the promise of the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16, he says, unless I go away, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go away, I will send him to you. I can't wait to go away because 
you are going to receive something that is so great. You're going to receive the Holy Spirit. Happy Pentecost, Jesus is saying. In the chapter before that, in John chapter 15, John records Jesus saying, when the advocate, the Holy Spirit comes, I will send to you from the Father. The Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Here we, we understand just a little bit about the Holy Spirit, that, that he comes forth from the Father and the Son. And, and he is equal with the Father and the Son as, as one God, the triune God. And the Holy Spirit will testify about what Jesus did. And then our gospel lesson for today, in John chapter 14, Jesus talks about this marvelous promise of the Holy Spirit. That he can't wait for the disciples to be able to enjoy Pentecost. And it's my prayer that as we look at this text, that you and I would also claim this truly is one of the great festivals of the church year, that we truly do say without a laugh, happy Pentecost. Let's read together this lesson from John chapter 14. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So Jesus promises the Holy Spirit and he is called the Advocate. Now, Advocate is not one of those words that gives me a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings. But it's just interesting that that word that's translated advocate in our translation three different times in that conversation, it's translated in a lot of different ways as you read through the New Testament. The Greek word is actually paraclete. And it's, it's, it's translated with all these different words. And you look at that and kind of scratch your head and go, how is it that one word can have so many meanings? And when you see a word that has so many different translations, what that is is it's really just a clue to you that we have no English equivalent to that Greek word. There is no equivalent in English to the word paraclete. Paraclete literally means calling someone to be beside you. The paraclete is, is the one that, that calls us to walk alongside of him. He, he calls us, kaleo, to be para, by our side. And, and Jesus is so excited that there is going to be someone who walks right along with you through life. And as he walks along with you through life, he will give you exactly what you need because we need different things at different points in our lives, right? So the paraclete, the one who walks along with us, sometimes uh, the word is translated helper just by the context, like in Romans chapter eight, where it says the Holy Spirit helps us when we don't know what we ought to pray 
He prays for us. He can make even our groans prayers that are understood and acceptable to our Father in heaven. He is our helper when we desperately need help. The one who walks beside us may see that we're in pain and, and, and he comes as the comforter. That pain may be physical pain, it may be the spiritual pain of, of the, the burden of guilt. He is our comforter. He reminds us that, that perhaps the physical pain that we're experiencing right now is light and momentary compared to the eternal glory that will be revealed in us. He is the comforter who reminds us that Jesus is the, the Savior who died for all of our sins and that he rose again to assure us those sins are paid. Sometimes you need a counselor, don't you? Somebody who will help you make tough decisions in life. He is the one who walks along beside us. Our companion who can give us good counsel. And yes, sometimes he's our advocate. Sometimes the word is translated advocate. The one who walks along beside us. And who speaks to the Father in our defense. Who reminds us, Father, your son died for this child. This child's guilt has been taken away. And sometimes we need an intercessor, somebody who just speaks up for us. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. He prays for us and with us. Sometimes when you feel tired and weak, you need a strengthener. You need somebody who will, who will help you. I know what's the right thing to do, but... It is so hard to make those right choices in life. And, and the Holy Spirit is, is the parakaleo, the, the one who walks right alongside of us and, and strengthens us to do God's will. And this past week I found out that there is another translation for that word paraclete. As I was reading through the Bible, you know, doing my daily devotions, I, I found out that the word that Jesus uses for uh, casting out a demon Jesus commanded parakaleo, the demon, to leave a demon-possessed man. You know, sometimes we just need a commander, don't we? We need somebody who says, this is the right thing to do. Stop being wishy-washy and do the godly thing. You know, the Holy Spirit is walking along with us, and he knows exactly what we need at the right time. He's our paraclete. And this is, this is who Jesus said, I can't wait for me to leave because until I leave, this one who, who will walk along with you through life can't come. But when I, when I leave, I will send the paraclete who will walk right here with you and be everything that you need. And then there's, there's some very special promises that he gave to the apostles that night. He said that the paraclete will be a teacher and a reminder. Sometimes Jesus just said, oh, you guys, how dense can you be? Well, he didn't quite use that language, you know, but, but that's really what he was telling to the, talk, saying to the disciples. You know, you just can't get it. 
There's some things that I, that I want to teach you, but you just won't be able to get it. They would have to live through Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection and ascension before they began to truly understand that what Jesus came to do was not to set up an, a kingdom here on earth, but to give us an eternal kingdom. So there was so much that they just couldn't understand. So, so Jesus promises, I'm going to send somebody who's going to walk along with you and fill in the blanks, who will guide you into all truth, who will be your teacher. This one who walks alongside you will be your reminder. You know, I preached two weeks ago. Do you remember what I said? It's okay, I don't remember either. That's two weeks ago. How is it that old man John, about 90 years old, can think back 60 years to a conversation that Jesus had on Monday, Thursday evening and fill a quarter of his gospel with one conversation. How did he remember? Because Jesus promised there's going to be the, the paraclete who's just going to walk along with you, John, and he will remind you of everything that I have said to you. These are promises that Jesus gave to the apostles that mean so much to us because if he is the teacher of the apostles and guides them in, into all truth, and if he is the reminder, reminding them of everything that he has said, then we have the confidence that he is also the inspirer. That the Holy Spirit is the one who walked along the prophets and, and the, the apostles and, and, and spoke through them so that what they said, what they wrote down, was the very words of God. Now this is a truth that's, that's found all the way through the Bible, over and over again. The prophets say, uh, thus the Lord says. Or, or so often the New Testament quotes an Old Testament passage, and it says, as the Holy Spirit said through so, such and such prophet. Many of us have memorized two classic passages that just summarize this whole idea that the Holy Spirit was walking alongside the, the paraclete, walking with the holy writers. In Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes, all scripture is God-breathed, inspired. Uh, God-breathed is this idea that the Holy Spirit is winding his way. Wind, spirit, breath, they're all the same Greek word. The Holy Spirit is blowing into the inspired writers, the very words to record. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. How do I know that God's word is true? Because the Pentecost promise was fulfilled. The paraclete was walking along with the holy writers. The apostle Paul, or Peter, says the same thing. In 2 Peter chapter 1, prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from, prophets spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. The paraclete was walking right along with them, the one who walked beside them and gave them the very words to record so that we can have this certainty that as we read their words, we are reading the very words of God. On this Pentecost 
we celebrate that the Pentecost promise was fulfilled. The paraclete has come. He walked along with the disciples. But not just that he walked along with the disciples, that he also walks along with us. The Pentecost promise is fulfilled for each of us as well. He is the faith creator. In the third article of the Apostles' Creed, we say we cannot by our own thinking or choosing believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, and come to him. But Jesus promises that I'm going to leave you peace. How, how, do, how can we have peace in this world? Because the Holy Spirit creates faith in our hearts. You see, we can't make that faith. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians 2 says that we're dead in our trespasses and sins. We're by nature objects of wrath. We can't make the decision to believe the impossible, that God the Father would cause his son to become a human being, that that human being would be both God and man and die on the cross and rise victorious again. You and I can't make ourselves believe that, but the Holy Spirit has come. The Pentecost promise has been fulfilled in each of us. If we confess that Jesus is our Savior, that is because the Holy Spirit has worked that miracle in us. No one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. He is the faith creator. That's what we celebrate this Pentecost. But when we see all the power that the devil marshals against us, when we see the power of Satan, when we see the, the, the influence of the society around us and how that impacts us and the ones that we love, when we see the power of our own sinful nature, it is right that we wonder, will we be able to hold on to our faith to the end? The Apostle Paul warns us, if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. But the Holy Spirit is the one who Jesus promises he will walk right beside you. He is the paraclete. And he is the faith preserver. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians says, when you believed you were marked in Christ with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. The Holy Spirit will do what you and I can't do. The Holy Spirit is the faith preserver, so that we have the confidence that not only do we know God's forgiveness now, but by God's grace and power, the Holy Spirit will preserve us in this faith, and we will experience eternal joys with our triune God. Jesus couldn't wait for Pentecost. He couldn't wait for the apostles and us to experience the Pentecost promise, the paraclete. Maybe we need to rethink our celebration of Pentecost, huh? Yes, it's, it's appropriate that we celebrate Christmas, God the Father giving us his son. It's appropriate that we celebrate that, that the Easter tomb is opened 
and our Savior has risen and we too shall rise. But let's celebrate with equal excitement that the promised paraclete, the one who walks along beside us, that promise was fulfilled as well. So again I say, Happy Pentecost. So let's celebrate by reading again the marvelous promise that Jesus gave in John chapter 14. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. And God's people said, Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Closer to Christ sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. Closer to Christ podcasts are from our current sermon series and are released every Monday morning. For live stream services and other ministry information, please visit us online at stpaulmuskego.org.